Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. I want to set the stage before I begin reading today. You may recall that a number of chapters back, Jacob and Esau had had a falling out, a very serious falling out, because Jacob had acquired Esau's birthright and his blessing. Part of it involved deceiving his father. Part of it involved the rejection of the blessing by Esau. But whatever the cause was, and I personally believe it was a direct result of heaven's predictive involvement and heaven's involvement with Jacob's mother and Esau's mother, I think it was the Lord, in other words, whatever the cause, Jacob and Esau had a falling out, and Esau was very, very angry with Jacob. And so the previous chapter, chapter 32, Jacob was trying to pacify Esau by various means, but he had yet to meet up with Esau. Now he's about to meet up with Esau after more than 20 years estrangement, and they parted on very bad terms with Esau planning to kill him. So Jacob doesn't know what to expect, but here we go. Genesis chapter 33. Jacob looked up, and there was Esau, coming with his 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two female servants. He put the female servants and their children in the front, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph were in the rear. He himself went on ahead and bowed down to the ground seven times as he approached his brother. But Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Then Esau looked up and saw the women and children. Who are these with you? he asked. Jacob answered, They are the children God has graciously given to your servant. Then the female servants and their children approached and bowed down. Next, Leah and her children came and bowed down. Last of all came Joseph and Rachel, and they too bowed down. Esau asked, What's the meaning of all these flocks and herds I met? To find favor in your eyes, my lord, he said. But Esau said, I already have plenty, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. No, please, said Jacob. If I have found favor in your eyes, accept this gift from me. For to see your face is like seeing the face of God now that you have received me favorably. Please accept the present that was brought to you, for God has been gracious to me, and I have all I need. And because Jacob insisted, Esau accepted it. Then Esau said, Let us be on our way. I'll accompany you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are tender and that I must care for the ewes and the cows that are nursing their young. If they are driven hard just one day, all the animals will die. So let my Lord go on ahead of his servant while I move along slowly at the pace of the flocks and herds before me and the pace of the children until I come to my Lord in Seir. Esau said, Then let me leave some of my men with you. But why do that, Jacob asked. Just let me find favor in the eyes of my Lord. So that day Esau started on his way back to Seir. Jacob, however, went on to Sukkoth, where he built a place for himself and made shelters for his livestock. That is why the place is called Sukkoth. After Jacob came from Padan Aram, he arrived safely in the city of Shechem in Canaan and camped within sight of the city. For a hundred pieces of silver, he bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, the plot of ground where he pitched his tent. 
There he set up an altar and called it El Elohe Israel. So we have this meeting, and it was accomplished in the plan and timing of God without any violence. In fact, Esau acted very, very glad to uh, uh, be reunited with his brother. So after many years, Jacob was returning. When he left, Esau had wanted him dead. Esau then comes out to meet with him with 400 men, and certainly this sounds like he intends violence. But Jacob begins to send many gifts to Esau to soften him up, and he divides his family into four parts, sending them out to test Esau's response. Jacob bows down seven times and approached his brother and called him Lord. That's a little L-O-R-D, not Lord like Lord God. And Esau responds graciously. They reunite, but Jacob still is very cautious. So in Esau's case, Esau says, come with me, I'll go with you. And Jacob says, no, no, the, the animals may not thrive if we hurry along with these 400 men. I'll come along slowly. But in point of fact, Jacob was a little nervous, so he settled a good ways off from where Esau lived. Now, I do want to make this point. Jacob and Esau were born to the same mother and father. Isaac and Rebekah had received the promise that they would have children. And in the process, Rebekah was told that the older would serve the younger. And so Esau came out first, making Esau the older brother. But uh, Rebekah knew that Esau was to serve uh, his brother Jacob. So all of his life, Rebekah, the mother, cooperated with the plan of heaven. So initially, Esau and Jacob had an encounter where Esau sold his birthright for soup. He was famished, and he didn't account for his birthright being a whole whole valuable thing. And he sold it to Jacob for a cup of lentil soup or a pot of lentil soup, whatever. Soup was what he traded his birthright for. And then later on, when Isaac thought he was dying, many years before he was actually dying, he decided he was going to impart the birthright blessing the blessing of the firstborn on Esau. And and so he sent Esau to make food in a special way to go hunting and make some special food. But Jacob and his mother conspired to pretend to be Esau. And Jacob came in and once again was able to get what would have, in the natural way, gone to Esau. It came to Jacob, that being the the blessing of the firstborn, the blessing of, of Isaac fell on Jacob. In doing this, some have felt like Jacob was... Uh, misbehaving. But he was really cooperating with the plan of heaven, as was his mother. God knew and God ordained from the beginning that Jacob would be the one to carry the birthright to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. That was the plan. And so this chapter has ended well with uh, the reuniting of the two brothers. The Lord made a strategy for Esau and Jacob to make peace, and Jacob cooperated with that strategy. And so the two men are together. They're not at odds with one another. They're at peace, and we'll leave them this way. So, Father, we thank you that by sovereign election, you chose Jacob from before his birth to be the one who carried the seed of Abraham and Isaac, and by extension, all of the Jewish people forever. Lord, we don't understand the nature of this selection, but God, as Paul said, who are we to question you? Lord, you chose Jacob and not Esau. And somehow Esau seemed to have made peace with that. Lord, may those who are confused over this make peace with the fact that you're God and we're not. We love you. We trust you. 
We don't always understand your ways, but we always trust you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.